text yeah. here I want to read you. Tell me. Oh, yeah, a friend uh, named Paulo Caserta. He's a Brazilian-American, grew up in New Orleans. Uh, uh, I pr- began my meditation life with him at a place called Lama Foundation outside of Taos, New Mexico, and we would mm-hmm. meditate in this um, room off of a geodesic dome that was sunk into the ground that we would you know, recover with beautiful earth plaster and sit and it has these tears sunk into the ground in the middle there's a square and a candle and we meditate in there and i'd i'd uh he visited recently and uh paulo caserta and he he became a theravadan monk after our year of um the spiritual beautiful smorgasbord and experience of doing shabbat on a saturday i mean on a friday then doing some kind of muslim prayers on a saturday or hearing them and just being exposed to all the religions but experientially and then he you know ends up a terabad monk and did that for a couple years with Mm -hmm. bonte in virginia a very um quite a quite a strict uh tradition and um he loved it and flourished but then found that his calling was family and being in the world. And now he does solar panels. So suffice to say, anyway, he sent this lovely text. The greatest show on earth is the dazzle of the mind and constructs of self of this and thatness. <laughs> and I think it, I don't know if it's a quote, but it just struck me. Mm-hmm. He, sp- he speaks of the dazzle of the mind and it made me think of you uh, right away. Just the, the 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 potential for the mind to live in a kind of dazzlement and how it is has has that kind of nature of just being. I don't know. You know, it made me wonder: Are we using the word dazzle um, disparagingly or not? Uh, it, it struck me that it was used in a non-pejorative way, um, mm-hmm. but um, the greatest show on earth is the dazzle of the mind. Mm-hmm. And the constructs, you know, it throws up of self, of this and of that. It just uh, has a... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, is this... Uh, right, I mean, that's why I wondered if it was pejorative, because uh, th- this and that, the way that the mind throws up the constructs of this and that, at least, you know, from a Buddhist perspective, is at least in theory what's problematic about our interaction with the world and then the um unless you know it to be a da- construct and then unless you know it to you be. see which is in well the, right you see that's what frees us from well, the idol sort of right but sort then this right. is this is the thing right yeah. is the ultimate construct or, or or the construct of ultimateness right is um when we talk about being free of constructs and this it's like a controversial thing if you're in like Indeed. you know a, a a t- t- Tibetan system. And I think it's um, controversial it's just, when you're on the way, whatever that is, a way to something ultimate. But yes, continue. Well, right. The, this question of what we mean to be free of constructs. Are we supposed to be free of constructs? Or are we supposed to be free of conception? Or are there particular conceptions we're supposed to be free of? And then that's the the kind of nuance that I think is hard to Fine. Mm, I like that number the, two, right, you the, know, obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what, well, that's the tradition of the Dalai Lama. And right? hence that's, we that's have a podcast. So, that's what um, <laughs> you and I were trained in. Yeah. Right. Um, that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, right. That's our training is that it's not all constructs, that it's some constructs. And in particular, um, the constructs of self and other as true autonomous entities um as true entities as it's thrown um, into question the the construct that they're not constructs you see mm-hmm. uh the the construct that my world is not constructed the concept that my world is not non-conceptual the that's supposedly right that at least in that tradition it's it's getting rid of that construct getting rid of elaborations means getting rid of the elaboration that uh takes that elaborations to be all or not uh, yeah mm-hmm. uh. well right that there could be things that are not elaborations i mean this is what's so like cute or elegant or to me <laughs> one of the great things that's so elegant about the system the idea that like ult- 
ultimate truth would be the fact that nothing is ultimately true. And, and it's, you know, it's lost on people a lot. You know, I've heard scholars say that this is like how uh, uh, Nagarjuna, how are you? Nagarjuna is leaves himself open. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. By, you know, by making an idol of the lack of uh, ultimacy of, to ultimate ult- reality. Yeah, like somehow ultimate, you know, emptiness is the one ultimate thing. But that's just, it's just not a close reading. It's just people who didn't, he he does not say that. He, in fact, he goes out of his way to say that's not the case, that even even emptiness. Uniquely so, really, and altered it. Uniquely, almost, that's yeah. his, that's his shtick. And so it's it's a unique, yeah. it's, un, it's a unique Aryanagarjuna, you know. It's not like you see other people going he set some kind of new thing in the world or something. I know. Well, and they're right. There's this cute thing, right. That, that is said sometimes in that you, in the Buddhist tradition, that you can come to know the authority of the Buddha by the Buddha's teachings on suffering that, um, that the the Buddha taught on suffering so thoroughly that this is how you can know he's telling the truth. And that, that perhaps no one ever spoke so clearly on suffering. And that was not necessarily my experience. I mean, the running joke um, at Diamond Mountain was, we, you know, we used to say, well, you know, Muddy Waters spoke clearly on suffering. But, yeah. but no, no, one, no one seems to has, have been as explicit about emptiness. Um, and that, of course, that's what got me. I, and it's not to say that you couldn't suss it out in other traditions. I think that you can. Indeed. But but just so naked and direct as in the Buddhist lineage and especially, you know, Aryanagarjuna. And for me in the lineage in Christ, um, um, suffering is um, really, uh, the understanding is profound and very, very deep, very deep. And so it's as if, it's as if I I feel like in the tradition we study together, emptiness uh, was studied more, and I think the nature of suffering and its salvific potential is brought out really. It's like a strong, in, and the emptiness teachings are are there, but they have to be teased out. The ones on self-existence, idolatry, the lack of a nature to things, it's just not mm-hmm. clearly given, but one can mm-hmm. indeed tease out through a mystical or tro- a tropological or anagogical, those two kind of fancy terms for I'm sorry. Did you say, and and anagogical? Say that again. What's the anagogical? What does that mean? Uh, that means um, through. It, it implies mystical interpretation. So it's one of the levels of looking at scripture that was considered in the medieval ages, and then onwards, even during Luther and Calvin's time during the Reformation, when. Um, Catholics were trying to learn and push back a little bit. Those there's this there's this other tier of interpretation that is protected very strongly by the Catholic Church, which is the mystical readings and the metaphorical reading, and but literal being one of the levels. And sometimes you get this tropological, which implies moral a moral reading. So you have these three layers, which were set out by the Father of the, uh, interpretation in the Christian Catholic side, the Western. Catholic tradition. I'm sorry. Okay, so it's like it's moral, it's mystical, Augustine. and what? Uh, tropological, analog. So it's so it's literal, moral, and mystical. A literal. Yeah, literal. Literal. So historical uh-huh. is in there, and then there's okay. subsets of literal and subsets of you know different ways of understanding each of those tiers of interpretive exegesis. How one engages in biblical uh-huh. exegesis. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I think that the you know. And there's no, there's none of these things that you can't get overly carried away with, but right. for me, one of the things right. that's extra, ex- outrageously clear in the in the Christian tradition, at least from from my outside vantage, is this um, the like the power of recognizing our own limitations, and I think that that's not I don't know of another tradition that emphasizes that so clearly and that's such a it's so powerful and, 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 and the evil twin that that lurks in the background yeah. which is yeah. low self-esteem and guilt and and, yeah. and and then the hate that comes right. from that sense of low self oh my god it's like it's this oh my god it is right. like a disaster or, or like, um but. defeatism 
Uh, oh, not defeatism. I mean, it's like defeatism, mm-hmm. but it's almost like mm-hmm. there's a there's an arrogant defeatism, so, which is not not even like the defeatism of like, well, I just can't, you know. But it's like, well, I don't have to. A lively like I'm flawed defeatism. And my Lord oh. knows that I'm. Oh my! I'm flawed, and my Lord knows that I'm flawed. Yes. So it's okay. So whatever stupid thing I do, I mean, yeah, whatever I try, but like you know, it's okay because I'm I'm good with God. And there's the little. And there's that little funny thing that happens, which is my understanding. Yes, it is okay. I am made in love, held in love, returned to love, loved irrespective of my worth or what yeah. I think I'm worth. And therefore, now I'm liberated to do good. It doesn't, the response uh, to uh, God's uh, love yeah, yeah, is right, a, yeah. it, it's not a, if it's an arrogant defeatism, then God's love, I don't believe, could have been received. Well, and I hope that we are empowered as liberals to, you know, make make accusation at liberals um, to to some limited extent, cautiously, you know, always cautiously. Because <laughs> yeah, maybe we're not liberals. Is like, maybe I'm, right? I mean, I hope I, I, you know, we f- fancy ourselves that. I do like, fancy um, myself, indeed. <laughs> but there's this tendency whenever someone makes a moral statement on on the public stage, which I think mostly means Twitter. Which, and mercifully, you and I are not on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know. But I sometimes interact with people who relate to the the sort of Twitter sphere, which is you yes. know, Twitter sphere. seems to be at the center of American society, partially because. American media is so tied into the the Twitter sphere, the Twitter reality. It's the quickest this, way we um, get news. So that somehow that's right, up yeah, to date, twenty four seven, baby. Right, got shit to write. Yeah, got to stay the, ahead on of the, the curve. Instant. Oh, on to instant, and we wanted it before the instant. Like, come on now. <laughs> so this that somehow you um any moral statement you make mm. any moral move that you make any attempt towards uh an ethic, an ethic. in your life mm. is mm. corrupt if you are not yourself above reproach either on that particular topic yes. or in general yes. and that's yeah. unworkable i mean that that that's a rejection of morality Ladies um, and gentlemen, what we're trying to say is we're creating an ideal, a noetic, something we cannot see to which we're trying to attain. And the re- I, I am precisely have it because I, I precisely am moving towards this because I don't have it. I'm, we are precisely talking yeah, right, about right, it because right, it's not right. a, this, I am right. not a finished, I am a half made Michelangelo statue. I'm literally like yeah. coming out of this yeah. and I'm chipping stuff right. away to figure out who the fuck I am. The hell I am. I have to be. Yeah. I have to be perfect to want to be good. Bummer. Bummer. Won't go to yeah, the monastery. Yeah, won't become that's, a. Won't try to be an, an issue. Yeah, that's that's an issue. Yeah, boy. Right. And yeah, then cast the tough. first stone. I mean, I'm glad you're setting such a high bar. Maybe you have the ethic and came to it because you're just completely living it. But I just haven't. I haven't met such a being, and I am. Certain, I'm certainly not one of those. Like, and or I, I or I don't have to try because I can't be perfect. Right. These these are sort of the yeah, evil twins. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why? I can never be perfect. Well, I can never be perfect. So why, why try? Like why? Like you know? I mean, a little, you know. And this, I think, this seems to me from the outside like the great. I don't know the mm. the great issue in in at least American Christianity. Indeed, is this sort of malaise? Yeah. Okay, I'm interested that it that it looks that way to you too. Is this sort of malaise? of of resting on the laurels of salvation offered by one who accepts our imperfection and yet and we really resting on those quite laurels. quite like just really quite and blazing yet, about on those laurels indeed that's right and yet yesterday i'm buying a stove in louisa county in redneckville mm-hmm. where i'm passing trumps that say don't blame me i voted for trump and confederate flags and and i just feel this coolness and this strangeness come over me and i Go to the house and see the ramp, and it's it's a poorish neighborhood, and um, and then I roll up and I I see these two older people come come out of the house where I'm going to be buying the stove, and and he's got camo hat on, and they're in jeans, and I I, I say hello, and they're very kindly, and I go into the house, and it's a, this very kindly feeling, and they show me the stove, which I eventually rolled out of there, and. I saw a Bible on their, on their shelf, and and um, this most beautiful uh, 
a conversation over an hour just ensued. This just absolutely mm. extraordinary. And and then they said something interesting. We're halfway through our talk. And they say, well, all you have to do is believe. And then I said, you know what? I've just been with you guys for like almost an hour. And I have seen nothing but kindness and grace. Mm. And, and they go, well, that's what you do when you believe. And I'm like... So just so you know, I'm Christian too. And 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 I can feel Christ coming from you. I mean, I can feel the presence of our Savior when we're together. And it's a beautiful feeling. And when you say, like to someone who's maybe more secular or atheist, all you have to do is believe. Sometimes people think that us folks who live in the woods and are Christians think that, and they just laugh. They were like, well, no, 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 they they laughed. They didn't. They like when we say "I believe in the name of Jesus," it means it. It, it of course, it comes out in how you treat each other. I mean, that I mean, his voice was like, of course, it comes out. That's the only way you would know that you believe if you start mm -hmm. taking care of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they did. It was so in their being that they. Wouldn't think to express any. Well, how you have, why don't you believe in Jesus? Believe in Jesus. I mean, then you just take care of people. And so I, uh, I was really struck by their intelligence and the depth of their graciousness. And then all the other things that ensued, like giving me this, giving me that, helping with the. And it just, it was just such a beautiful feeling. And I was so pleasantly surprised. Um, mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no. You know, there's no perfect language in, or there's no perfect uh, teaching in the language of man. You know, this, <laughs> this tongue is not fit to speak uh, a flawless teaching. And, and, and so there's nothing that we can't, uh, there's nothing that we won't m manipulate. So it's not that, right. that somehow this, this idea that one could rest on belief alone it's not that it's a wrong teaching. It's that it's that it's it's you know eminently corruptible by yeah you know by the mind of man and largely and is course. and largely isn't. And I share the vignette simply to say liberals have to be very careful about judging a person. You, see, you just have to believe in Jesus. There's a depth and a profundity there. My point being that. that just that this is very faceted and it goes into the Twitterizing of the mind, the spiritual posteding of the mind, the foxizing uh -huh. of the mind, uh -huh. the dumbing of the mind. And pardon me, I love you, Jehovah's Witnesses, but you come to my door with post-its and all those post-its are surrounded by other teachings that need to be understood in context. So when we talk about rednecks, there are every single stripe of redneck. And when we talk about liberals and, and get too monolithic, too rock, just too... Honestly, fixed and and living in a projection or a narrative assumed, which is precisely what what so much of the teachings we we share are are spinning around, not making that error, the very error that so easily is made. Now, not to say that there aren't good reasons why when I go into a place where I see certain signs and flags and symbols, oftentimes the conversations don't go the way I just described. So yes. I'm not saying that the uh, an, a, a monolithic impression or a kind of or that there aren't you know truisms about vast but my gosh to be held beyond lightly like to be held with incredible grains of salt uh, please mm -hmm. like and I'm saying that to myself just 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 yeah, not right. to make a, I made assumptions right when I rolled up just by just yes, a total racist course. moment. I mean, if you want to call it, or a tribal, tribist moment, a tribist moment. These, I saw right. the signs, I see the American flags, I see the right. chain link fences, I make assumptions, I see the dogs, all the things, all the symbols are there, all the things, to all the colors and shapes that would make me think, this might not go well. And for reason. Of course. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No shit. Like it's for, but, but. Um, no, yeah. right. Of yeah. course, of course. And that, and that's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that's right. Posticizing, right. Twitterizing, yeah. right. Pithy <laughs> saying, and that's, 
and that's also it's it's also a it's an Achilles heel also to mm. liberalism to some degree is our our quest for nuance. I mean, we can be uh, as accused by the other side as obscuring through nuance. You know, we the uh, a society of three hundred million people requires complex solutions, <laughs> but that doesn't. Shout so nice from a soapbox. <laughs> this is not really. Can we get a clearer right. dialectic here and set up a straw guy or set up an? Can we like get too? Yeah. Let's not get complex here now. It's just too much. Yeah, not to mention what of seven, eight billion wherever we're headed right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah the, what about those guys? The idea of right <laughs> to set forth a bunch of and that's it's so easy to sell. Just do this. Just do that. This piece of rhetoric. That piece of rhetoric. And it's not. Yeah, people and their and their isms, and that's I'm very shy about isms, and that um, mm-hmm. and that's true inside and outside of religion. You know, if we're to make the accusation, you know, it's almost easier for you and I to talk about it from a political standpoint. Yes, the, the idea that somehow we're supposed to be, you know, socialist or capitalist—that somehow that's a that one of these two isms is the ism that will suit you know, every facet of American life, it's just, it's just poppycock. Yeah. And no, and no, thank you. Because if we look at American life right now, we have public libraries and public roads and public schools. These are socialisms. These are little socialist realities and we have capital and it will always be a cocktail of these things. We we already right. are, we already are both for freak's sake like come of on of course I mean of course we're both of course we're both and so you know defending one or the other standing up for Bloody one or nonsense. the other it's just, it's not just nonsense it just it leaves you open you know to say I'm just waiting for a politician who has the good damned sense to say like whoa are you a socialist are you a capitalist like I, you know. I, those are dumb questions. I'm uh, not like for, wh- nice. for what you know for what corner what of American you? life do you mean? What please? facet? Yeah, thank you. You know, yeah. yeah do I do I want to make the next widget? <laughs> do I want to use socialism to to create the next Cabbage Patch Kid? No, that would be dumb. <laughs> you know, no, no, I don't no, think socialism is Everyone the best wants way a Cabbage to catch Patch Kid. You don't understand. It's right. got to be a socialist thing. It's a, everyone needs one right. of these. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I don't think that no. socialism is the best way to make <laughs> reality TV shows. No, I don't. Uh, I don't happen to think that. I think capitalism is the best way to do that. And I think that that capitalism is an incredibly dumb way to run to a marketplace for people who are unconscious, you know, in a <laughs> hospital, you know, like, like, you know, like, it's, you know, it's, it's all about choice. It's all about choice. You know, you're in an emergency room. It's all about choice. You know, you're literally under anesthesia. But wait you know, a minute, wait a minute. Which, which scalpel do you want the doctor to use on you? <laughs> no shit. But wait a minute, we've, we've noticed in those 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 countries we label communist or socialist or gone oh, wrong, we've right. noticed that they've had a really effective response to, like we've just noticed some things that maybe certain things being socialized is just stops people yeah. from dying. Right. Yeah, like it, right. it just sure. uh, we'll all this just, like medical tourism to Cuba, <laughs> you know. Or um, to Mexico look, to get you know, your teeth right. done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then how many, you know, how much, um, you know, uh, 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 right, um, what, like film industry tourism mm. to, to Cuba or something? Yeah. That's not a thing. <laughs> um, or, yeah, I don't know what, you know, right. what, the, what the thing is that people run away to capital lies to capitulate or something i don't know i was just in vegas as you know uh with a group of people who are very un-vegas um and um las vegas is like some sort of like raw nerve of capitalist energy it is the well said the absolute like yeah just epitome of the bait and switch of the um yeah, it's uh, the Byzantium uh, of capitalists. Yeah, right. Of a, of the lie of the American dream and a plastic that, like, the one more, at that. <laughs> a lot yeah, of, right. 
that the more big and beautiful the institutions are claiming you claiming to you that they're going to make you rich, mm-hmm. the more that would somehow pull you in that you can't mm-hmm. like see that that means exactly the opposite, that the size of this unwieldy behemoth of, of, per, of its own prosperity coming to you to offer you prosperity does that somehow that doesn't belie the truth <laughs> underneath it that you you ain't gonna win this is not you're not gonna win this game no and i There's think no you, way this game can't exist if you could win it oh quite and and you it's strange that we speak of often we think of capitalism in in line with democracy and yet um there are strange ways in which that creates a a false sense of choice and a false sense of freedom whereby an uneducated quote unquote democracy is, is very prone then at that point to fascism and sometimes almost without knowing it. There's a, there's a great danger now. I, I'm going through this catechism class in the beautiful Holy Catholic church with all its, things that aren't beautiful, but such a beautiful place of worship in the, in the world and all the places one can worship. And, and I just was like, well, I, I brought up Trump and it, it felt, and I said, I felt the taboo in the room and I'm looking at all my friends in the room. We've been doing this for 10 weeks now. And I, you're my friends and you're safe with me, but I need to speak and I need to be heard right now. And I mentioned the word Trump and it was like, I said, you know, I don't know what, like, it's entirely unacceptable. And I said, we separate spirituality and religion and politics at our peril in the present time. Let's just go back to Italy, 1936, 37. Mm-hmm. And it's Mussolini world. And guess who we didn't talk about in the Catholic churches through 35, 36, 37, 38? As Mussolini yeah. is good. We didn't talk about Mussolini, right? Oh, 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 no, no, this is a place of calm. This is a place of worship. Well, my friends, when we recite the creed, we recite Pontius Pilate. We mention Trump. Mm-hmm. We mention mm-hmm. we mention all the Idi Amin. Every dictator is implied in the very literal historical creed. Mer- he was, was crucified under Pontius Pilate, which is like saying people died under Pontius Trump because of his response and his lack of a concern and because of his fascist tendencies. And we don't talk about this at our peril. And the mm-hmm. Catholic church has done it over and over again. Now I'm not talking about the corrupt popes who have sided with Hitler. I mean, just even when we have a good Pope, still we have this taboo throughout this institution that is going to cause us potentially to become fascist. It's no joke. And that, and I said I'm done. Thank you for listening. And I this probably and I and I'm not saying that this should be the role of the church to change the country politically. I don't know quite how I jumped from Vegas to here, but it made sense at the point that it happened. Anyhow, this is what I said at the in the catechism. Is it, is it not? I mean, is it it's not like it's not like the Catholic Church doesn't assert or doesn't make an attempt to assert political power or, That's or a voting block. That's or, correct. So it's, it, but it's not, if it doesn't emit from practitioners, it only emits from the hierarchy or how, well, great. how, what a, how what, on earth else is that supposed to work? What a wonderful question. And then I said, by the way, our Pope, the vicar of Christ on earth, the representative of Jesus Christ on earth, our Pope, Pope Francis d- spoke mm-hmm. very harsh words which he rarely does mm-hmm. about Trump. Mm-hmm. So the position mm-hmm. of the head of this and of 1.6 billion, I don't know how 1.2 billion, 1 billion Catholics, that is in a sense uh, to be taken quite, that, that is to be taken utterly seriously. Uh, it's like the Dalai Lama saying something to, to people who see him as a, as a Buddha, as a representative of Buddha or Buddha himself. And, and so would you take those that what they say very seriously as practitioners within those faiths. So that's right. Gosh, my man, I hit a nerve. 
Interesting. I mean, how was that received? I mean, did they, we went on to the next question. Yeah, of course. No way. And I didn't do it. The worst possible way to receive it. Yeah. And, 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 but I just at least push back for God's sake. For goodness sake, push back. Give me something. I, okay. Then after class, Mm, I voted for Trump and I said, well, 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 why? Well, he's pro-life. And I, and I looked at this woman right in her eyes. Is, is he really? Yeah. I I looked at her. I said, I said, bless your heart. I also, in my own heart, don't equivocate about abortion. But my dear, Trump is obviously pro-vote and pro-constituency. And we need to use our Catholic minds, the intellect, to parse. We have to weigh sufferings and potential. He has gutted the environmental agencies. He has gutted our entire government. He gutted our country. Like, yes, pro-abortion is an issue, but to make that, that has to be an issue among issues. This is very complex. And I'm not speaking, I know that you, I've heard how you speak in class. You have beautiful understanding of Christ. But but for me, there's a disconnect happening right now between me and you between the church and politics. And Martin Luther King comes to our towns back in the day and says, it's not the racists I'm trying to wake up. It's the Ben Kramers and the Kevins. It's mm. you guys who are listening to this podcast. You tip, I need you. I can't, I'm not going to change racists. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get kind, nice, the true silent majority of America, which is a yeah. bunch of nice people who don't really do shit for us. And by the way, if you go to the black church, we talk about politics, why? Because our lives are depending on certain things not happening. In the white church, would it really be that different if you had a white fascist president in power? Really? Right. For you, how right. much would change? But for us, everything is changing. In Texas right now, it feels like the 50s and 60s. You hear, I hear black friends. Yeah. I married a Muslim couple this weekend. I married them in this weird, weird Virginian backwoods place. And and in, in, in my gosh, they were the uh, insults were hurled at them, and the hijab, and the woman was in the car. There were ins- before. Oh my goodness, Ben! Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like insults were hurled at yeah. the the Bengali Muslims that showed up at that wedding, and they. It, so I the the but we you know we so we 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 got back to 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 love and goodness, but it was it's just been a. It's been a a, a strange uh, forty eight hours. Um, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No. I know. And this is. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because I don't want to. You and I have talked a lot about politics, and we mostly don't when we know we're recording, and um, and it's okay because these recordings are are mostly for us anyway. But I do feel this sensitivity about it, of course. And, um, Mm. and it's, uh, and it's, you know, it just couldn't be more absurd to separate politics from, from religion. And as someone who studied religion, it was like when I came out of, uh, living in a, in a religious community and I needed some way to engage Mm. in society. If politics is not morality, what is it? If politics is not the study of ethics, what is it? Right? Like, like ethics as explored in terms of how to care for people the body and politic. society on a large <laughs> scale. You've yeah. got to be kidding me. And the idea <laughs> Thank you. that it should be other than a, a discussion of a system of ethics is corrupt, right? Is, yes. is already is itself a corruption. Yes. That somehow, no, 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 it's not about that. It's not about the ethics. It's not about morality. It's not about what's right and wrong. It's about function well, then, or utility or, you know, or, or what? power. Or utility for, well, well, yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. It never claims to be about power. Power in the name of utility. Right. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. But it is always power. Of course, it's always power. And, um, and money is not the only expression of power, but it is a, a prime mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's why, you know, that's why this dummy was outmaneuvered, um, to the extent that he was when he was on the, on the politics stage is because he knew money, but not power and, um, and thought, well, I'm a, I'm a negotiator and know how to negotiate money, but 
but the, the big cats that he didn't realize were the big cats who were negotiating power still knew how to outmaneuver him because power is still a, the a, currency, a, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a more it's effective good. currency than cur- currency. Power is a more powerful <laughs> power than currency or as a, as a currency power is a more powerful currency than currency because it is the That's actual good. power behind currency. Yeah, it is, yeah. And I know. Uh, the, p- pardon, pardon, Ben and I for stating the obvious. Um, I know we're stating the obvious yeah. right now, uh, but uh, but it's not. But it's not. It, but people miss it. We're yeah. stating, it, but it's missed. I mean, we're just stating it as obvious, right? <laughs> power, quite. Power is a more powerful currency than currency. It, but it, it just is true. I mean, it just is. But it's if it weren't overlooked, it's like you know. It's like people don't realize that coffee is the most important ingredient of coffee. They don't. The people do not realize that. That's been my that's my experience in coffee. My experience <laughs> in power is people don't realize power is more powerful than than anything else. It's power. Power is the most powerful power. Power. Yes. The power. Yes, it, to, to, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it dark, happens dark, to dark, be. Dark, yeah. Dark. Now now argue. No, and, and now disagree with me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Who needs money when you have a sort of power that leaves money available to you as much as you want any time? Uh, then who needs to hold it in uh, your account? You know? Yeah. Why why should you? Why should you have, you know, why should you get taxed on it? Um and uh so yeah, right? So inevitably these discussions have to bleed politically some sometimes and You do um, it very rarely and um yeah, it's really uh uh, I think it was so. Uh, I, I we've we've uh, jumped around more than we, w- we usually do today. But um, I just it's so absolutely relevant and so utterly spiritual. I like the words you shared about it. I just it's just um, it's 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 a really difficult place, and I understand um, within the context of worship or within the context of a church, a synagogue, a mosque. These whole temple, a Hindu temple, these beautiful, a Buddhist temple, these beautiful holy places we go, that there really does have to be a high level of discretion when it's shared. And I am working on that. And I think I have a lot of work to do. I think discretion is perhaps, it's, it's in the top 10 of spiritual virtues for me. It's not discussed a lot. I, I have to make it a part of my spiritual life because I lack it. So, and, and, um, you know, so I, I, I appreciate your cautioning words, your, your words of caution after what I shared. I just, um, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, and what, yeah. And listen, we all have our, our methods of complacency (laughs) and, um, and I know I, I certainly do too. And, Mm -hmm. And what, um, yeah, our indulgences quickly become normal. I'm gonna, it's okay. I'm a, I'm a good person. I try hard. So it's okay for me to indulge in ignoring what's around me for today. Um, and those days stack up and (sighs) you can't do it for even one day without encouraging that habit. You're going to have to, that's fine, but but and and it is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not fine. It is fine. Yeah. But it will be harder not to do it on Monday. It will be, and uh, and that's okay. And that is you can overcome that. And you need things in place to overcome that, like like friends, like maybe a nice you know Monday morning conversation with a friend to to check in with who you are and yeah. And it's funny because we. Um, yeah, I had this gathering, right? I had this gathering of friends this weekend and um, saw people who are walking different facets of life and, um, and you know, are some are and some are not seemingly walking a, a religious path now or anymore outwardly. Um, but okay. to come together and know that... Um, hmm. And I was saying this to Kendra, I was saying this to Kendra, you know, mm-hmm. like that we all know this secret, which is that, and I wasn't sure how to articulate something about our intention. And she said, well, yeah, that we all, we all tried to become angels together. And um, that, w- that was so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I never would have, I don't know, like I'd have be, I'd be shy to, 
to put it that way or admit it that way, but it's just true. We just, we did. And, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and not, and not lightly not. And, um, and the kind of person that would try that and later decide it was reasonable or it wasn't reasonable or yeah. whatever, but it says something about, about a person that they would try with no irony. Oh, uh, Oh, and then I, my mind goes back to yesterday in the woods with my friends that I bought the stove from and where two or three are gathered, I am in your midst. And when Christ is in the midst, we are angels. And we were angelic with each other the whole time and tender. And, and Christ was there. And Christ was making, was doing the work in us. We didn't have to do anything. That's, that's what... They, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what that that path mm -hmm. is promising. When when Jesus says in the gospel, "No one is good but God," Jesus is speaking as fully man. But then, you know, he said earlier, "The kingdom of God is within you." So, what does it mean for someone to say, "The kingdom of God is within you," and no one is good but God? Don't call. Someone came to him and said, "Oh, good master, oh beautiful, you know, I'm not good." Don't call me good. God alone is good. Mm -hmm. And all that's, but, but then he's like, yeah, and the kingdom of God is within you. So of course he's he's only taking one side, you know, of a of a of a dialectic, if you will, uh, you know, uh, and given the in its situational ethics. It's always an ethics based on the, the, the Christian ethic and the ethic within Jesus. It seems always Jesus always seems to meet everybody on their own terms without a monolith, without a notion of Samaritan or without a notion of male or female and see, has no respect to persons or to colors and shapes. He only is feeling the tone of the being. He doesn't have respect to idols or the idols that people make of themselves. He, there's just this meeting of everybody right where they are. And then when Christianity is being practiced beautifully, where two or three are gathered, Christ is there just allowing us to do that. There's something. I don't, I don't really know how it works. I just, I just, it just seems to work a lot. Well, and I always feel so, you know, I don't know. I yeah. just feel so sensitive about, about <sighs> negations rather than affirmations in, in yeah. certain contexts, yeah. right? To deny, which yeah. is not like, look, I'm a, I'm a negation guy in some ways, but I'm also like, yeah. um, um, uh, uh, you know, I think that everything is negatable yeah. on one level and, and has to be affirmed on another level. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe not everything, but, um, yeah. Like Jesus saying you are good and, and no one's good, but God see both. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, debate, the well, dialectic and debate is heavily there. So no one's good, but God in one sense, like that's okay. That's what you saying. know, like I want, yeah. I want a qualifier. Oh, yeah. Right. And he, and he but, does but I want a qualifier. Yeah. You see that. Though. Yeah. See, but if you take I, the spiritual oh, oh, post it, you don't see the qualifier, but there is a qualifier. He does qualify it. Right. Well, <laughs> ultimately, you know, I mean, how do you hear him saying ultimately in the end on final analysis? No one is good. No, no, no. Good. Then he says, I also then, want people to know they're good. Then he says, you are the temple of God. No, then Paul is like yeah, right. riffing. Yeah. You see, it's that there is a qualifier. Right. And if one only spiritual post-its or thinks that when the Christian says, I believe or only God is good, then we just take, they, they, they might know this thing and assume this other thing and not even share it just because they, it's like riding a bike. I don't know how to tell you how to ride. Just get on the freaking thing and ride it. A lot of, a lot of it's like that. It's like in their bones or something, man. And the qualifier is understood, you know, in, in, in instinctually and also from the scripture right. itself. Um, sure. Right. Um, well, and that's, you know, uh, right. This is obviously, um, one of the blessings that our teacher gave us is um, an awareness of commentary, you know, that um, that scripture is written in post-its, but you're supposed to have a teacher and there's, there are commentaries and there are people who were there and explained and there are people who were there and didn't need to be explained to. And so you see the, right. you know, the, the American Buddhism of the, the 50s and 60s and 70s mm -hmm. before the 
Tibetan diaspora, but before commentaries exist. <laughs> before um, before it, commentary. In English, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, holy books are often, uh, you know, gatherings of, you know, uh, sheaths of, well, um, you're quite right. Uh, of post-its, it, right? A, a Twitterized and, reality yeah. is kind of put together, just a series of post-its. Yeah. Just, you're, you're right. quite right. That's really well said. A lot of the Gospels reads like, you're what? Like, yeah. wait a minute. Um, is there, yeah. can I <laughs> help? I mean, the B. Yeah, right. Sure. I mean, a lot of the best parts, even, you know. I a mean, lot the, of the best the parts, even. And, you know, you make yeah. it, you know, during this uh, ceremony on the weekend, I looked out and there were all these Bengali elders. And then there was the Suf Hazrat Nayak Khan, sort of American Sufi. Asha and Nora, all these, and then this, uh, this, these, this couple, these two sides of the family, a, 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 a Pakistani Bengali connected, you know, like Muslim marrying an American Muslim white woman, um, and it just was such a uh, the mix within the group. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was the point I was trying to make? I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um. Um, uh, I, we're talking about sheaths of, of yeah. post-its as, you know, a spiritual root text. That, 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 that this, they got us out of the 50s. The Lama Foundation, Nora Dean, Elpert, you know, um, Ram Das, thank you, and, and Philip Kaplow, and, and on and on. And, and they got us, and now we're left we're standing on the shoulders that got that made us look at different ways. There are American Muslims before us. There are Bengali Muslims who have a more orthodox. We have to find a way to speak to each other and allow the the traditions to morph, and but without being without but being true to tradition and just talking about that with because the couple is marrying and there's tensions there because of that and and beautiful things there because of it. And I said, just thinking that Buddhism of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and saying like, yeah, and now we've got commentaries and we're refining the work of understanding Allah. We're refining the work of understanding Bismillah, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. We begin, we have our beginning in the name of Allah who is mercy and compassion, but now we're getting more and more refinement based off of this 60s, just let's break free and now we're we're in the mess of working it out, and it's messy. And go easy, please, you guys, and go easy on me. I know I just recited the Fatiha. I hope I did the pronunciation right. This this mm -hmm. dumb Christian minister up here, I, you know, and, and your tradition means so much. It was just an intense, like, and then you you, you, you one felt those tensions at at mm -hmm. the party, it, it, it you know, and um and um it's messy. It's difficult. How do I, what is an American what is an American Buddhism Buddhism? What 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 that, that there is an identity thing going on. How do I do this? How you know and felt felt very grateful, yeah. like we're standing on the shoulders of some pretty good giants who, you know, may have may have just only had spiritual post-its, but but damn they tried and certainly set us up to to, to continue trying. Um, and I know it's weird, you know, it's weird, whatever, to be an American Buddhist. It's, I know it's weird. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. I know it is. And, and people have said to me, like, and there's, you know, all these discussions around cultural appropriation and like, you're, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your country has a tradition or you had a tradition, your parents had a tradition. Yeah. Just take the thing of your parents and do, you know, do it well. Why do you need some? I can't help it. I don't know. And Ben's like, no, I don't know. Not I don't know. It's just not my I just don't because I just didn't believe it. I just yeah, didn't right, Darn right. I, you know, it just, it didn't speak to me. It just didn't do that. I can't help it. I, you know, I can't really. I can't help that I'm a Buddhist and I don't tell people I'm a Buddhist and I don't, um, yeah. I even feel a little uncomfortable saying it out loud in this context because I don't, I'm trying so hard, um, not to encourage people that somehow my path is the right, but I don't know what the hell my path, how could I possibly? <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying so yeah, hard. No. I'm trying so hard to get over my shame and embarrassment among hip, yogic and Sufi circles to 
do the faux pas of introducing myself when I am a master of ceremony or a, someone helping people marry or uh, of saying I am a Christian. It's very difficult. Uh, it's actually sometimes embarrassing and it's difficult for me to say. And I say it very, very purposefully and I know I'm saying it. And so I'm my work is the humility of that expression because there's an impression among a spiritual elite in this country that I am doing some kind of it's like, like an act of idolatry it's a narrowing it's a it's a sign of you know one day kevin will be a mystic one day kevin will you know and he he's going through a you know he's going through a process and he and and uh, you know and i i just you know it's not it's not got the breadth of a sort of a american the mississippi you know he, he's caught in, in in you know the eucharist he, he i can feel that and so I say to that, you might be right. Um, that could be true. That could that could be a thing. Mm -hmm. It hurts a little when you do that, but that's okay. That's all right too. But uh, uh, Jesus is my savior. I am Christian, and I will say it. Uh -huh. And but not like wear it on my sleeve or make anyone or ever think that I could come to a point of thinking I'm right or it's above anything else. For me, I can't help it. Like the way you can't help being a Buddhist or can't help not wanting to really mention how you're a Buddhist. I can't help now um, being a Christian and I'm fighting my tendency to not want to say it. My tendency is to absolutely not mention it because it can be divisive. It can cause, but it can also be a portal into an interesting discussion. And then maybe people. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 And then maybe people are like, well, all Christians. Maybe some Christians are open-minded and maybe Christ was a very open-minded being and iconoclastic. Well, and I also, you know, you, you've, you know, you've been relieved a little bit of a thing that I, I still have, you know, when you were a Buddhist, but, but I still for sure have this thing of like the, the problem of being a representative of it in a different way yeah. of your faith that you, when people hear that you're a Christian, they're not watching you in American society to see, well, what is a Christian, you know? And I'm going to learn that by Kevin's lifestyle or Kevin's behavior because they already have a greater context and they're already going to judge you by their concept of what a Christian is. I don't want people to decide that Ben Kramer is an epitome of Buddhism. Um, I, I don't think that that's good for me or for Buddhism. No, but we what we would want is when I hang out around uh, uh, ben Kramer, he pikes my interest in meditation in Lord Buddha, and it, he, it's I'm really grateful to how gently he holds. When I'm around Kev, I just feel like he's trying to imitate Christ. He's trying, and it, it's very imperfect. But there's just something going on with that guy with the with the love like that. A representative, like just trying to just humbly hold it and be as authentically authentic just just not even maybe that i just well and yeah. i don't i also i don't you know like i teach but i don't teach buddhism you know i don't mm -hmm. and and i may someday you know but i think that's part of it is I that that's so not too. really what i do and it's not really my role um right i i you know i mostly teach uh i teach you, you know frankly i teach almost like you know hindu texts right like yogic texts more often um, then I teach Buddhist texts and, um, and that's, and that's cool. And they're great books, you know, they're, um, and I'm happy to help people to engage in. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm interested in methodology and I'm just so attracted mm. to this idea that, um, that if that right, noetics, right. As you would yes, say, yes, right. Yeah. Like the, the things which are known by knowing, <laughs> the things which are known by the power of knowing itself that, um, the epistemology is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but no, but, not, but no, that's not that. Not, Sorry. Actually not. No, I you, don't, you don't mean, mean that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So excuse uh, me. But it's a subset. It's a subset. Yeah. In yeah, the sense, Sorry. There's a type of, it's yeah. all, I almost mean like, yeah, like <laughs> it borders on like yogic epistemology, you could mm -hmm. say, right? Because there's this thing that even in Sanskrit, right. They call yogic, Pratcha. like yoga pratyaksha, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, right. Yeah, right. 
direct realization. Oh, that sounds good to hear um, you say that. Oh, it just made my yeah. heart just lit. Oh. <laughs> that if you developed a methodology for direct perception, mm. um, if you, you create the groundwork by which you can come to know, then I don't really need to tell you what you're going to see there. Oh, that's and there and now the Christian analog, the Christian way of viewing that is if if oh that is so precisely said. If I can show the method, then I don't really have to tell you. you you'll be there and know. And it, and they call that direct, and it's kind of cute, it's, right? Because it's a it thing, is. right in the tantric systems where they talk about teaching uh, direct or indirect, and I always get com them confused. Because that almost sounds indirect. Like, oh, you're not talking about the thing directly? Talking about the thing directly is considered the indirect teaching. The indirect teaching is like, well, emptiness is like this. Reality is like this. The direct teaching is... Here's how you see it. Here's how you see it. Here's body how you... <laughs> here. Put your winds here. Prepare the mind. Do this technique oh. and see, right? The indirect method is, well, the ocean is really big. It kind of <laughs> smells like salt. It's loud. And uh, it's you may rhythmic. or may not see people near there with the bikinis. <laughs> and... Um, and the direct method is, you know, get on I-10 and go left you know, here, yeah, west yeah. or east, go either direction and don't get off it until you see what the ocean is, right? Follows the signs that say ocean and, and then, and then see. Which is indeed a, 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 a metaphor you're drawing from, from Tibetan scripture, I yeah. believe. It's such a beautiful, uh, it's such a beautiful, uh, and where I was going with the Christian thing was, was uh, the, the, the method is faith. The beginning, middle, and end is faith. And faith becomes really, it, 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 the, trini the, the inner Trinitarian life that you want, want in contemplation, the, 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 the faith in the, the play of love, lover, and beloved, the faith in that, that reality upholding us, that faith is the, it's a, it, but it's a, it's not always stated positively like that. It's often a, a kind of, um, it, it's almost like a taking away of stuff. The, 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 the work of faith is a removal, if you will, so that, um, God can indwell, uh, and we can become, um, um, well, in the Greek Orthodox tradition, angels. Become the goal is to yeah. become an angel. They they say uh, it in the Greek, I, you book. know. But 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 my, of course, my you know my my perpetual frustration about about faith is of course our tendency to to deny it as either a, a realization or a methodology that somehow it it sits beyond those that I can neither. Oh, it's both very I, firmly I, in the Catholic yeah. tradition. The I mean, Saint John of the Cross, straight up, it is full on methodology, and it's also <laughs> full on. It, it is it is a form of knowing, and the intellect is used to arrive at it. No bones. Right. It's one of the three. You have intellect, will, and uh, intellect, will, and. I just forgot the third. So the, the 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 person is broken down between one of the one of the constituents of a person in the description of a person in the Christian tradition is intellect. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crucial. So, but yeah, your beef is good. I mean, it, it and it and it is one of the big problems in in Christianity. The kind of uh, the denial of the intellect that can happen, especially within a certain Protestant American Protestantism, you know, and evangelical. But I, lo I love those yeah. forms of faith, but sometimes it seems like that can be left a little bit. Um, it atrophies. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What What is it? Should I have it? Why should I have it? How do I get it? Or or mm. or sidestep all of that and say you're just you're just an asshole if you don't have it. And that that doesn't suit me. The latter does. That's not the group. That's not the best. That's not my favorite approach. Yeah. To yeah. The question of faith. You know. Yeah. Just have faith. What, where, what, what's like, it's like selling someone just be rich. Actually, you know, what's interesting with the dark night of the soul or the canticles of St. John of the Cross, we go to a master who's practiced this thing. We have a spiritual director and 
the spiritual director pours us in us faith in methodology. Faith mm -hmm. in yes. what? What do you mean by that? Yes. Well, it's very specific, actually. What we mean mm -hmm. mean by that, I believe. What Saint John and boy, I God helped me to understand Saint John of the Cross and all the people that came in that lineage that are teaching me about this wonderful founder of an extraordinary way. Uh, he is the mystical doctor of the Catholic Church. So going to the going to that that being and asking, well, what do you mean by faith? And I mean faith that what I'm telling you is going to work to bring you to beatitude and bliss and union with God, to the mystical marriage, to the mm -hmm. to the goal, the union with God, which is the goal, union with truth itself, which is the goal of Christianity. I have got. I will show you a method to do it, and what is that? And he starts with, we have to uh, gain control of the senses. Here's how one gains control of the senses. We have to then, you know, with, with, through grace and through effort. And it literally just lays it out, Ben. It's there. It's, it's there. It's not, um, it's doable. Now, I do think there's a part where you get squeamish and it's where I get squeamish and, whereby it's hard to begin faith in that methodology without mm -hmm. already acquiescing to a notion of God within the system of St. John of the Cross. And there but, is- But the, I don't, right. But, and it is- and there is the rub. But of course it is. Of course it is. Mm. But to say, I see this person, I meet someone mm. and I find their qualities favorable. I yeah. see these things yeah. that I want yes. and I see someone who has things that I want. And then this person claims to know how I could get there. And <laughs> then they've instructed other people on how to get there. And, they, and the other people that they've instructed upon how to get there report that they got there. That's, that's all encouraging. That doesn't seem. <laughs> Indeed it is. Yes. You know, that's yes. not unwieldy. And if they ain't, it's, it's a gamble. And if they, you know, you're following someone's instruction, for example, right. <laughs> if you're following you know, Ben Kramer's advice on how to achieve enlightenment based on his, you know, you know, scriptural experience. I don't know how it's going to go for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I we'll see. I can report what these books say. I do have the capacity to report what the books say. I am not reporting to have gotten there myself. I don't have a long list of students who are reporting to me. Thank you, Ben. You got me all the way to enlightenment by your instruction. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I, you know, but I, uh, I can help someone to learn to do a forearm stand. I can do a forearm stand. And, um, and I have met people who wanted to do forearm stand. And, yeah. and now a bunch of them can do forearm stand. And um, not perfectly. There are other teachers who I think are teaching it better than me. But, you know, I'm trying my best, but um, but more and more of my students do seem to be doing forearm stand. Yeah, and so and, if you yeah. want to believe that I can teach you to do forearm stand, I, I, there's some meaningful chance I may just be able to do it. And I think I can help you to develop faith in that if you look at the people who have come to me to learn to do forearm stand. But I may not be able to. There, I can also show you some who have come to me who still can't do it. And that's kind of how St. John of the Cross begins his, one of his works. He's like, look, I, I perhaps am, am poor in ability, and, but I, I, can, I can teach you what I know I know. And I can, I can do that. And, you know, I, I can, it's funny. It's metaphorical and it's not, you know, because the, um, yeah. the hardest thing, you know, in a way, one of the things that's really hard for me um, that the students that are still having a very hard time, um, my students that are having a hard time achieving forearm stand, um, it, it's, it often seems to correlate with really having a hard time overcoming their fear. So again, uh, mm. I may not be able to, I may not be able to lead you free from fear, but if you can deal with that, if you can handle that part, I may be able to help you with forearm stand. We could talk about it. You know, we could talk about fear. I, I deal with mine a little bit, but I am not free of fear. Um, mm. But I can do a forearm stand. I'm not even free of fear in forearm stand. I really don't want to fall um, 
in a particular direction in forearm stand. I really don't want to. Um, yeah, I have yeah. some fear of falling in that direction still. I do. And isn't it a beautiful thing to be able to say so? Like, I feel I can confidently say that I am less angry and I, 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 can, I can perhaps help a person to be less angry. I've, I've done something. Mm -hmm. I'm more pay. I practiced mm -hmm. the six perfections. I didn't perfect them, but I doggone well, practice. We have to be careful, I think, to say um, just because someone can do doesn't mean that they can teach. Oh, um, uh, no. Uh, only by, only, uh, only through, sorry, through osmosis and just through example like that. I, yes. That I, my yes. son, I didn't really try to teach my son directly how not to be. I just was not angry around my son. And then he, he yes. hopefully picked a little bit up of, of that because I, I grew up in anger. So I, I just carry a lot of it in me. And it's been a, it's been a hell of a thing for me to overcome. And yes. um, so I'm, I'm, yes. I have a, and it seems, it seems like that in, you know, uh, in, in my experience of your son. Oh, good, oh. good. See, and that's why and I that's say the, that, that relates uh, to what you were saying, not to talk about me about that, it, but, right. but it just, no, it does. It, and it that's really why does. I say, you yeah. know, find someone who has the qualities you want, <laughs> find people near them who learned it from them, who achieved the thing yeah. that the person said they were trying to help the mm. people achieve. Mm. That I think both of those elements got to be there. It's a wonderful um, note, possibly to end on, just given that it's. Yeah. I I have a I have yeah, a I meeting so. coming up, and um, um, yeah. I love you, dude. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, I love you so much, Ben. Thank you so Thank much. You.